Welcome to Nah Fam, the podcast. Welcome. The enthusiasm here is less than stellar right now because, because we just recorded for, uh, well, about 20 minutes and that you fucked it up. piece of it was skipping for some unknown reason and then I stopped it and then started again, but apparently I didn't start it again. So we had our best episode ever that is in the air. It's gone. Well, it's a good thing that it was not the best episode ever, but well, I think it was meant to be. It was a little too much about me, I think, and that's really triggering to you. Um, right, sure. Um, anyways, this is off to a wonderful start. Um, what are we, we were going to talk about, we talked about, you want to talk about what we talked about? <laughs> well, yeah. first of all, I guess I wanted to just, we were talking about, we first, we talked about how we had a listener question. Yep. We talked about okay. how. <laughs> Zip it. Okay. Here's my thought on this. Uh-huh. Because I was initially thinking as we started this over again, that all of the things I said, like I intentionally went into this tonight to try to have a little more energy in my tone, a little more just everything about it and it blew up. So that's what you get for being fake. Forget about it. I was just trying to be clear in how I came across. Anyway, long story short, doesn't matter. We don't need to say what we talked about. We just need to start over because I, my point to that was, I don't think trying to recreate what we just did is going to work. I think we just need to start over again. Of course. And that's fine because you told me I was being dippy anyways. And then I got mad at you for using a word that you're not allowed to use. And we listened to it for 20 minutes. And what were you? I was dippy. So it's good. (laughs) Um, I had my mic too close, I think. And drinking my lemon water and it sounded gross. <laughs> it did. Um, but yeah, so we, we but okay. So I, it seems weird to, I know that nobody else heard us talk already, but we right. heard us talk already. So it feels like I want to say, Oh, well this is what we said. Anyways. Um, we were talking about starting an Instagram page for NaFam because we just, you thought that would be fun. And, um, what you doing now, Jim? I'm turning my headphones up because okay. I had turned them down a little bit, and then you sounded quiet, and I wanted to make sure it wasn't you. That okay. was just my headphones. That's better. Okay. So, um, so yeah, funny enough that you say that because you mentioned it, and then right away we got sidetracked on something else, and I did want to go back to that. Okay. And that never happened in our conversation. So, okay. yes, that the next part about that is... We, from all of our worldwide listeners, we had a uh, a, a question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and your point to that was that, well, if we had an Instagram page and we listed our episodes, somebody could go in there and ask a question. You if know, they wanted to. If they wanted to. Even and though this person, I don't believe, even has Instagram. Probably not. But had... for me, that the idea of doing the Instagram page would just be fun because we talk about certain events and we talk about just certain things. And I think it would be fun to like post some pictures of those you know yeah maybe things in there more for me than anything else we talk yeah. about this being about for us and posterity's sake mm-hmm. and i think that you know being able to relate to it me like that's what the situation was that's <clears throat> what they were talking about would be kind of fun yeah well do you want to i i did though i i i i i express to the listener please by all means submit your questions and right. keep them coming i would love to answer any questions so this person did submit a question, and I would like to read it, and we could answer yeah. it. It's a long-time listener, right? Long-time listener. <laughs> yeah, first-time texter. Yeah. 
So the question is, in episode 14, you both discussed your time at Michigan State. You were about the same age, and so that means your time there overlapped. Uh-oh, what happened? Okay, well, we uh, blacked out there for a second, guys. <laughs> Equipment malfunction. Let's see if this addresses the problem. The podcast gods do not want us recording tonight. Third time's a charm, right? We're going to try. <laughs> okay. All right, so I'm going to repeat the question. In episode 14, you both discussed your time at Michigan State. You are the same age, so that means your time there overlapped. Do you think you ever crossed paths at that time? Which we've talked about this, you and I. We have. So I started at Michigan State in 1996 mm -hmm. and was there until December of 97. You came to Michigan State in uh, fall of 97. So we were there for one semester together before I left. Mm-hmm. And in that time, we lived on opposite sides of campus. Mm-hmm. And I think for the most part, we've walked campus and our classes were mostly in, in different places. Mm-hmm. So I do think that at some point, whether we cross paths or not, I don't know, but I have to believe that we were at least within 100 yards of each other at some point during those three oh, that's months. that's so exciting to think about. Well, it is a little bit. I mean, it's, you know... <laughs> I joke that uh, you didn't spend as much time in Best Buy as I did. So if you had been there, we yeah. probably would have crossed paths. Yeah. Definitely. But. Yes. Yeah. And I don't, I, we always wonder like if we did, like, would we have been friends or right. would we have been lovers? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I'm not going to rehash the whole conversation we had the first time, but I will say that um, I was a bit of a recluse a little bit um, when I was there. And I, that was one of my biggest regrets. But I think if I was in the right circle and we had cross paths, there is a definite, definite possibility that we would have at least become friends because but, I think we have, okay, go ahead. Well, I'm just saying like that to, you keep saying that if I, because you were a recluse, like you just want to, that, like that aside, do you think that at that point in our lives, we would have been like friends? I mean, like if we had a class together and you like if we had to work in a group together or let's just say like we were in the same dorm and like your roommates and my roommates were talking to each other. Yes. Like, do you think we would something would have clicked? I was saying yes. that and I was saying like, I don't know that th this is not what's right with me, but I wonder if I would have thought you were a little, like, like kind of dweeby and I know that sounds mean, but like at the time you're, I'm in my twenties and I had different that's why maybe I'm glad I didn't meet you then because if I would have met you then I might have like which we've joked about is that as I it's a that good I friend thing zoned you or whatever it's a good thing you didn't meet me then because yeah you might have just kind of been like yeah I'm not dealing with that guy dealing I'm not going to talk to that guy <laughs> I'm not going to associate I'm not going to be friends with that guy but I do think that if we would have crossed paths I think that we have a lot of similarities. I think that our personalities are very different, but I think, um, yeah, I, just, I think there's a possibility that we could have been friends. Yeah, it's hard to know because, right. like, I had a like the group of friends that I had. I feel like you could have maybe been friends with them. So maybe, yeah, but maybe I would have just seen you as a friend. Like, would I have? Would there have been chemistry? To me, that's an interesting question because yeah. I had different priorities and different things I was looking for in a relationship in my 20s. It was much more Im more immature, right? So, but then again, I don't know. I don't know. So, so yeah, that was because my... your eyes are just so like captivating. Like maybe oh. I would have been like, 
don't care about the dweeb status right now. <laughs> Those eyes. I was going to say you're gorgeous, but now I take that back because, you know. Yeah, no, my, whole, <laughs> my whole point to what I said about how I was at Michigan State, I felt when I was in high school and I left there, I was in a, a place where I felt um, like I was pretty outgoing. I was having the time of my life. And then I got to Michigan State and just kind of shut down in a way. Okay. And all I, my whole point to that was that, yeah, I think that there's a good possibility that we could have at least at least become friends, maybe, maybe more. But I've told you that before, I, though. I have a I feeling know. you would look at me and be like, yeah. I have a feeling you would have been like, oh, my God, she smokes cigarettes. That's disgusting. Uh, I'm that, not hanging out That's with a good possibility, Like, not too. even as a friend. Uh, I don't think that, but I do think that I would have definitely judged you for that. Well, my best friend at Michigan State was not from my high school, but I met him through a friend, and he is – if I if I had to put if you had to put people into categories and stereotype them, you two were very very similar. Um, he also did not like the fact that I smoked cigarettes, <laughs> but I just like we were very best friends. And um, yeah, I guess that's all I'm gonna say about that. Anyways, um, I was I also was thinking about um, corrections. Yeah, you you spent some time. You've spent been, a lot of time listening. No, not really. No, but I I need to listen more because I would like to go listen to every episode again and write down things that I want to um, set the record straight on. But there is over time, I did have written down a couple of things. Um, I know there's a lot more, but I thought I would cover those now. Go that's for okay. it. Go for it. Okay. So the first one I guess I'll talk about is in the episode 14. Again, I just made a comment in there about how sophomore year I moved off campus and wasn't really doing the college thing. And as I was listening to that, I'm thinking, well, that makes it sound like I dropped out of college. Yeah, nobody thought that. Okay. Well, I didn't. I just commuted for a year from off campus. Okay. Yep. All right. And then. And you said that you drove. To campus, to a commuter lot, and then took the bus to wherever you need yeah, to go on campus. Yeah. So Unless, it wasn't a situation where you were living in a place where you just took the bus into right, onto campus. Right. Unless it was an evening class, because then you could park on campus for free. But oh, yeah, during the okay. daytime, you had to go all the way down to that commuter lot, take this bus. But back then, they did not have um, a bridge. The railroad track was not a bridge. Now they mm-hmm. have that. Mm-hmm. You, you drive under it. Back then, you just got stopped. and was not uncommon for used a train. To be for a long time, right? There was it was not uncommon for a train just to stop on the tracks for an unknown amount of time. Like we're just there. And the bus drivers would get pissed too because they didn't know when it was gonna happen. The train conductors apparently would take breaks and they'd pick campus to stop on because they could. I don't know. Anyways, wasn't cool when you had an exam to get to. I'm just saying there was times where the bus driver like Probably not legal, but let us out, and people will just climb over the train tracks to get to the lot <laughs> or the train to the tracks. Um, all right. Obviously, there's truth in that because they did change the whole road configuration and everything yeah, so that exactly. it doesn't exist exactly. anymore like that. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um, and then, let's see. I feel like my mic screen is adjusted. Yeah, you're, you're definitely off on your mic placement. Um, all right. And then, all right. Episode one. We talked about switching our travel plans from Prague to Rome and how one of the things that was desirable about that for me was that I had some sort of emotional attachment to Rome and not 
necessarily Prague. And then I remembered that when we were making our original plans to go to Prague, are you listening to me? Yes. You're typing on your phone. It's no, like no, no. Like I'm, listening to me. I'm totally listening to you. I'm pulling up something okay. as I'm listening. Don't worry. Okay. You're good. And then, but we just, but we were going to, when we were with the original plans, we were going to go to Prague. The plan was, is that we were going to drive through Pilsen, which is where my great grandmother is from. She was like born in like, I think almost mostly raised there. I don't remember when she came over here, but I'm now I'm like, crap. I'm now wait, maybe we should flip our plans back. <laughs> I know. We, and we, we had, we talked about that. And I said, I have, I, that's what I was just looking up. I have 45% of my DNA is from Eastern Europe in Russia with most of it being in Poland in uh, Czech. So I have some history there with my family too. And nothing yeah. in, obviously in Italy. So, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, well, but we're going to, we're not changing that. No. All right. So then in episode three, we talked about the Wells family and the lineage and who has been left here. Um, or I'm sorry. <laughs> who's been left who's here? Been, who's been left here? <laughs> it didn't seem that the, that there has any, any living relatives to that family because the daughter had had a child and they both had died. And then Weiss mentioned the son. You and I have since gone back to the cemetery again. And now, although I already can't completely verify this because I think I already forgot, he was also married and had a son that also died as a child. I couldn't, we couldn't really read the, it wasn't really legible. But so, yeah, further verification though that there wasn't anybody beyond that. Yeah, there's there, there's the the headstones, and then there's a monument with four sides to it, and there's mm -hmm. different names and mm -hmm. dates on the the, and so it's a little confusing to figure out yeah. who exactly is who, and yeah. the children and their children, yeah. predeceased, the dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think you're right about that. And then the dad's dad, his name was Cyrus Wells, lived here. And so I'm guessing that he was elderly and his came to here to maybe spend the final days of his life and be cared for. I'm not sure. Anyways, if you Google him, a photograph pops up, which I think is really neat. And he's he's this big old guy. I think it'd be kind of cool to see. You know, I I, I imagine that he resembled his father, so maybe. Our Dr. Wells, you know, resembles the photo of his dad. And you told me he wasn't that's hot. That's kind of cool. I asked you that and yeah. you said he wasn't no, hot. No, he's not. Okay, so but William I, okay. L. Wells mm -hmm. was the guy that built our house. And his son was William H. then. That was his son. Is that correct? I, I'm the one that always has to ask you this. I think so, though, okay. yes. Okay. I hope we have we'll, that right because we'll we put that, it in whatever. a plaque. Um, yeah. Well, we knew that William L. Wells is the one that built the house. That's what I was asking, though. So Cyrus was his dad and yes. William H. was his yes. son is what we yeah. believe. Yeah. Okay. And not that anybody cares, but I th cares. I think that Cyrus's wife he lived in they lived where was it Puerto Rico? I don't know. Now you're bringing a whole uh, new dimension to this thing that yes, I have no clue about. So he had another son, and so now I'm like, was that was that William's half brother? Was this guy married? I don't. Anyways, um, all right. And then I thought we didn't also one thing major thing that we left out about this old house which i think is kind of a relevant important story is our ghost story whether mm -hmm. it's true or not we're pretty sure that we encountered well, a ghost in yeah. this house yeah. i'm pretty sure i did i don't know but you are a witness to it 
yeah. sort of sorts. Yeah, no, I can't. And that ex- story, I can't. I can't explain it based on the event. I mean, you go ahead and share the story. Yeah. But. So it's. I mean, it's. I'm so mad at myself for not following up, but I think I was just scared in the moment. But it was at nighttime, and we were all like, the kids were in bed already. I think they'd all been sleeping. You and I had gone to bed later. So this was years ago, back when the kids used to go to bed before us, and. I was laying down and I heard someone walk to, you were already kind of dozing in and out. Yeah. And I s- heard someone went in the bathroom in the hallway and they opened and closed the door like three times. It was so weird. It's almost like they couldn't get it closed or something. And then the toilet seat went up and down a couple of times. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then the toilet flushes, the door opens and something came out of there i don't know i i I remember i woke up then oh actually it was you what i happened is is when the bathroom was going on i said to you i go jim somebody's in the bathroom but i swear to god my eyes have been open this whole time and i did not see anybody walk in the bathroom but can you just verify to me right now that somebody's definitely in the bathroom and you're like yeah, somebody's definitely in the bathroom. So I was like, okay. So I like made sure I just stared, like waiting for one of our kids to walk out. I'm like, I am not closing my eyes. I need to see what's going on. Why I didn't just get up and go to the bathroom to see if there was a person in there, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I was scared. But when the door opened, nothing came out. Nothing came out. I mean, I feel like I saw like, like a invisible wind if you could even see that like, yeah no i there I, was like something that left that room I deb, that's the part that i recall <laughs> is that something left that room i immediately got up and i think you had said you know go go see who it was or whatever i think we i think i did see this is where this no, is where I I we must have both done it then because i do remember i wish i'm like jim this is so fucking crazy i swear to god like nothing just came out of that room oh my god so you I think that is what happened. We both got up. We checked all the rooms. The kids were out cold. Like it wasn't even like it would have been like at first I was like, well, maybe it was Katie because she darted right back in her room because her room is like situated in a way where it's like, okay, she could technically get back in her room, I guess, without me seeing her. Not likely, but maybe. Not likely. So I went in there. She was out. There was no evidence that she had been recently back into bed. You know what I mean? Like you can tell. And it was immediately after. So it was so crazy nothing like that's ever happened again though so no it hasn't but we i I think we mentioned this before that the owner before us had told us a couple stories yeah but i seem i feel like those seem likely but i guess i don't know seem likely well he told us about like something that like he said a clock that was like tucked way up on a shelf like a big clock that yeah, he said it, it was. Wasn't it like his grandmother's like birthday or something, and like the thing just like fell off. It came, onto the yeah, floor, like, like came crashing down. Came crashing down. But part of me was like, well, when was the last time you've been up there? Maybe it had kind of like, you know what I mean. I you, know. Other people tell these stories, so you're like, of course, you wanna, like, of course. But yeah, maybe. Um, so then, so that's it. That's the that's my correction with that <laughs> episode, and then. Um, so it was an addition. It, it was a correction and an addition. I, I wanted to clarify the son's yeah, yeah, situation. Yeah. And then in episode 12, I talked about how our family went on a ski trip with your family and I, the toilet bowl ski hill mm-hmm. situation with your sister and Nick and Nathan. And I said that Katie and Christopher were not there and they were absolutely there because but they were at ski school with your sister's son because we wanted to get them a little more fine-tuned on the hill because they were still new skiers. And the reason why... I remember I went out with your sister and Nick and Nathan was because Nathan insisted that I go out there. And I was like, I don't 
think you understand I'm going to hold you back. And he was like, no, no, you have to come. And so, you know, I was like, all right, I guess I got to go. And then that happened and I held everyone back. And you back. held them all back. <laughs> and then I left. Well, so where was I, if, if Chris were and Katie were in ski school, where was I? I think you time? were just wanting to get some of your studly Black I Hill. I don't think I've Black ever been really in. allowed that opportunity. So I don't think that was the case. No, but. you think I'm sure of it. Your whole family was there, so you were probably. Oh, off so of maybe them. I was with. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. And then the last one that I have was from episode twelve. You kept saying, referencing, alluding to insinuating that I have seasonal affective disorder and I, I do not have seasonal uh, seasonal again. affective disorder. It's an actual disorder yeah. that people have. But and, I and, don't and I have was it. simply describing a condition which is not a uh, diagnosis of any kind diagnosis. Um, and yes, you're right. There are people that truly suffer from that. As and we've talked about this before. You're like we're all on spectrums of every. I think we're all and affected so, by the weather right. and gray days. I think it impacts people's moods. Yeah. I know that Some you talked about. It doesn't seem to impact your activity level. You can still come home and just tackle any project. That you're not like me. I'm just like it's gray. I'm gray. Like that. that I'm not really yeah. gonna go. Engage. That, that was my whole in point. Activities that. and that was my whole point is you are definitely impacted more where it's like, no, nah, I don't want to do anything because yeah, it's it's a downer. And mm-hmm. for me, okay, I still have this thing to do. I'm going to do this thing, and yeah, I might. It's going to get dark earlier, so I got to go. Maybe we'll go to bed earlier or whatever. But at the same time, like the the rest of the shit doesn't change for me. So yeah, no, I just prefer to hibernate. Yeah, for the most part. Um. And then, you know what, there was one little little minor thing from that episode. I said that, I made a comment about how my family, like, settled Owasso. And I guess it is, they didn't settle Owasso, but they, they're, I mean, they, my, how do I, oh, tongue-tied. They live there? One side of that family. Yes, they live there, but they, like, they came here pretty early, I guess, and there was a shit ton of them so (laughs) like a lot so that was that that's what i wanted to clarify but you also mentioned that i had some family there too yes and you do have some family there because we were talking about how if you have some genetics from prague and i have some genetics from prague maybe we're related down the line and you know what's really interesting is that's the same person that came here and ended up in owasso so well one of the same people so whoa it would be really cool if we're related, but our so DNA it's a good thing we're both otherwise. on ancestry dot com to uh-huh. know that we are not related. Yeah, at least as of yet that we know of. Although but we kind of look alike, I think that's my that's that's my point to that is that if there, it's a damn good thing we didn't show up on each other's family <laughs> tree somehow. That would have been a little weird. Yeah, we kind of look like we could be related, and I'm sure at some point that that has happened. You know what I mean. What has happened? Like on Ancestry. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. where all of a sudden it's like, ah, oh, uh, yeah. wait a second. That would be weird. Yeah. It's pretty messed up. Yeah. So, yeah. So what else is new? So you were talking about how one of the things I would like to highlight that you were talking about was that you were saying that you didn't feel like you had like a lot of passions in life, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean... I was thinking back to 
questions, the dumbass, stupid questions you had asked me about different topics, and then my life, where I'm at, all of the things I've talked about in the past, how I'd like to be, you know, I might call it ADD, but I scattered all over the place and how I wish I had an area that I really focused on and had some expertise in, which obviously if I took the time to study and read about and learn, I probably could have that. But then we were talking a little bit more about that. You asked me about conversations with different people. You know, is there anything I'm passionate about talking about? And in that, I said, what I'm passionate about in those conversations isn't necessarily the topic at hand. Yes. It's the problem solving piece of that or the. uh, It's the meddling piece. This is where the C3PO is coming out. (sighs) Totally wrong. Anyway, wait, wait, don't start that Oh, shit I'm going to jump in and talk over you and tell you how to solve your problems. I am a know-it-all. I know the best way. I know everything. Oh, you're totally wrong on that. That's not that's not what it is. No, <laughs> I I enjoy that back and forth in the I enjoy problem solving. Do you so, think that that's the other people's version of it? I don't too? know. Do you think that's they're a like, good question. yeah, Jim, I'm so glad that I spoke to you about this. You offered such great insight and I'd be lost without you. Uh, I don't think it's that dramatic. Um, I mean, in a way, that's the feedback I get, but they could just be being nice too. Maybe they're like, "All right, uh, get the, rid of this conversation." So I'll <laughs> tell you what. I'll tell you. Yes, thank you for that. All right, I just wanted to vent. Thanks, Mister Fix uh-huh. It. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's another piece too. Is is like, are they coming to you saying, "Hey, I have a problem. I want to dis- problem solve with you," or are they just coming to vent to you, and then you make it all about? I think it's what both. you would do about it. No, I think it's. I think it's both. Um. I mean, it's definitely both. I don't think it's both. It's it's definitely both. And I'm definitely trying to work on that side of it and recognizing what's venting and what is actually looking for a solution to a problem or asking that question like, hey, I'm, you can come and vent to me and we can have that conversation. But if you want to go a little bit more, we can try to solve it together. So I, I think it's both sides, though. But even even at that, when you say it like that, like, oh, it's this it's this problem sometimes it's not even a problem on the face of it but it's a it's a the conversations about how do we improve this how do we do that maybe it doesn't even start out as a problem but um and i mean you that makes me think maybe i do need to check myself in those in those situations and go am i trying to solve a problem or improve on something that really the person's not asking me to get right. involved in yeah so, this is yeah you know i do think i have some self awareness around that i think i okay. recognize well, that well, or at least try to encourage some open dialogue like hey if you want to vent you can come to me and vent and that's the end of it but okay you know well that i probably we were talking about my flat tire situation like when you started talking about that, I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Because that's what happened. I got a flat tire this week and you were unavailable. You were out of town and I called you. And yeah, you had a big screw in your tire. Yeah. But I didn't know that at the time. I, t- I called you and I said, hey, I was dropping Katie off at school and I was getting alerts that my tire pressure was low, which is not the first time that's ever happened. I That's happened before. But this was – I had one tire that was – dropped way well, below the rest it of, was dropping by the minute by well the, not at that point okay. so anyways i was like oh shit like i was starting to panic it's so funny because i didn't say anything to katie i just kept like looking down at it because it kept like showing what it was and it was at like 24 and in the past the others were at like 35 and in the past 
it would only be like maybe three below and it would say you have low tire pressure and it was just like weather related or whatever. But it was funny because the Katie's like, are you okay? You look like you're about to cry. And I, was like, I obviously wear my emotions on my face. And I was like, no, yeah, I just my t- I think I might have a flat tire. I need to pull over as soon as I drop you off and get out of this line and check it out. So I did. And it looked fine. But then I, by the time I got to the parking spot, it had dropped down to like 22 or 21. I'm like, shit. So I Googled it and it said, okay, 20 is like flat tire. Like this is a problem. So then I called you. And I was panicking at this time because I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to drive to the high school. And that way, if my car is stranded there, I can go and get my kid's keys. And then I'll have his car and it's not going to ruin my day. And I can still do what I need to do. And then you got all controlling, opinionated about what I needed to do. Mm -hmm. So then we started fighting with each other. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, at that point, we were we we talked about it later. At that, I didn't think we were fighting at that point. Um, I mean, we went back and forth a little bit, but you're like, you needed you need to pull over at your I office. Was concerned. You need to pull over at your yeah. office. And I was like, concerned no. because your office is probably a mile closer than the school. It was an extra mile for you to go to the school, and I was concerned that you were down to like 19 pounds in that tire, and you had no, said I if wasn't. It was... I was at 20 the whole mm-hmm. time. I got to 19 when I right when I pulled into the school, okay. and then by the time I got to my spot, it was down to 16. And okay. then when I got you, out, you, you could just hear the air oozing out of yeah, it. Yeah, you said to me that I don't. Did you? I don't know if you looked it up or whatever. But if it I gets did. under twenty, yes, that I, it I, has I, a chance of basically. Wait a listen. I said that about three minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, you said it. Yeah. Oh, I don't uh-huh. know. Your stories just uh-huh. drag on sometimes. So, uh-huh. actually, I've been focusing on the way you're talking to the microphone, and it's driving me a little crazy right now. Okay, what do you want me to do about it? Go a little off to the side, so you're not. I do, and then you tell me it's too no, quiet. To the side. Okay. There. Try that. God. Anyway, um, no, so you're right. I was like, you called me and you were like, okay, I'm stressing about this. And I did. I went into mm-hmm. fix-it mode. Like, okay, this is... You went into fix-it the way Jim wants to yes. fix-it mode. Yeah, okay? yeah of Which course. Which was a bunch of bullshit. And of then course. also, you're you're telling me, I, th- and I don't do well under pressure. Everything, there's all this damn technology associated with all of this now. So you're telling me to call this 800 number and when I click on it, of course it every it tells it knows me. I call the eight hundred number and it knows me already because my phone number is programmed into their system. And then it tells me how I have to go into my app and do all these things. And it was asking all yeah, this which I had no idea when you were telling me that. I'm like, I so, had no clue that's what that was doing. Asking for roadside service, we didn't know if it was covered. It doesn't even tell. It doesn't tell you. Just you just sign up for it, and then it tells you a person's going to be there within the next ninety minutes. And meanwhile. There's all this. I'm trying to get into the school to get my kids' keys, and that's just you know annoying and stupid. And waiting for him, and finally, you're texting me and telling me to cancel the roadside. So I'm like, why would I cancel the roadside? And you're like, I'll just get it later there this afternoon. So I'm just like, all I'm getting mixed messages from you, and so I I canceled the roadside, and then. It's just total mayhem. I know. Well, you canceled the roadside, and my thing is you had a, a an appointment at, I think it was 10 or 11, whatever time it mm-hmm. was. I was getting ready to go on my conference. I was like, well, screw it. When I, I, as soon as I get done with this morning session, I'll drive home. I'll get your car. And you're right. The whole thing was completely disjointed. I was like, I'm going to be there in five minutes at, at where I'm going. 
I got to get in there. The so whole then you was, you end up you have you you tell you change the plan like three different times during this phone conversation. Yeah. I end the up the whole calling, time thinking that I was actually trying I to help you and make it easier, which obviously dad, I wasn't. Just to say, hey, I don't know what's going to happen today. I might like if I need need you to pick them up from school. Can you pick them up from school? And he's like, I can just come change your tire for you. And I was like, really? I'm if you're serious, I'm going to take you up on that. So he did, which was really nice. But then there was still, I still had to figure out. And then I was going to like have my kid take help me to get it to the dealership to get like the tire tire fixed and all this stuff. But anyways, you ended up taking care of that later. Yeah, I had texted you, you that I was going to leave the meeting at 10, which you didn't we see got that text. In, we got, and, and then we yeah. got in a fight about how we got in a fight. Because <laughs> uh-huh. you were like, you're like... I'm like, I just realized, you know, I was taking ownership. I was like, I just realized how much these things just totally stressed me out. Like there was a time when I don't think this would have stressed me out as much as it stressed me out today. Like there was a good 20 minutes where I was like a total, like, what am I going to do? I'm stranded. I, oh shit, my day is ruined. Like I'm nothing. There's nothing I can do right now. And I couldn't even put on like my thinking cap, <laughs> to mm-hmm. run. but and I did. I eventually did. But then you're like, "Yeah, I'm. A, you were. You were annoyed. I forgot. What did you say? I think I said I was frustrated with you. you you're something like you were frustrating me today. And I'm like, yeah. you were frustrating me. And you're like, what do you mean? And and so then we just started fighting about that. Yeah, because I was like, you know what? <laughs> I I was driving to my meeting an hour and a half away. I'm like, okay. And yes, you're right. In my head, I'm like, all right. I got to figure out how to help you out because you were, I could tell you were flustered and I'm like, we have the insurance, we have but the so, yeah, roadside, but, but we don't know. But during that, which... you also changed your mind a thousand different yeah. times and you, there was, it, it was like, you were acting like you were superior to me in that moment and it's like, you weren't. And so then we argued about how things really went down. However, circling back to you saying that you like to, you know, that's where your real passion is because what we didn't really say here is that you were trying to talk about I was trying to help you identify things that you might be passionate about like is there a theme that you noticed that like you really want to go talk about something with somebody is it like around a specific topic that you you find yourself really wanting to talk about or read about or learn about or or whatever and you said no but you do get you do enjoy it's just engaging with other what what other people are talking about. Maybe like you are really diverse in that way. Like yes, you're passionate about going and, and connecting with these people, but it's on their topics. So then you reasoned it's probably because I enjoy the theme is is that I'm helping them problem solve, right? Yeah, and it's not just helping them. I think that I I enjoy a multitude of topics. I'm just not an expert in any of them, but yeah. So I think. So that... do you think it ever plays out though? Like it, like because your version of helping me out this day, right. and I, this, I, I don't mean this to lead to a fight right now, because I think it is still having difficult time convincing you that you were irrational for much of it, or just as irrational as me, maybe. But do you? Is there? Have you ever considered that maybe you? add more chaos to some of your discussions yeah I, prob- I, pro- I probably do because I, c- I can tell you for a fact that there are certain areas especially when it comes to like the it side of things where it's like well, we're going to do this and i'm like well i have the benefit of knowing this other business side of what we're doing and so that solution is going to ultimately lead to more problems and so mm-hmm. no we have to do this okay which is a good thing but at the same time that's frustrating too because it's like well 
that wasn't specced out to begin with. And now it's frustrating because now we have to go back because you're adding this extra layer to this. Mm. And it evolves into something that I think, yeah, they're like, we just want to solve the problem. And, mm. um, and I also probably do complicate it by <laughs> my own, like, I know this will be better, but it also uh, is going to be more work. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I will say. But maybe it won't be better. Like, that's what I want you to consider because you were insistent that your plan for me was better. Right. And I feel like one thing that I'm learning about you and is that I, have, especially when it comes to topics that I don't know much about, I'm like, oh, yeah, he he does know the best way. I can trust this. And, like, I feel like there's been an, enough times where I actually have learned that, like, no, that was a stupid idea. And I, I put all my full trust and support in him. And he actually wasn't – no. Like, why did I do that? I – He came across, like, this is the best plan. This is what you need to do. Okay. And it's like, do you ever, do you think and maybe you get too arrogant in that way sometimes? I might be. I might be. And I'm, I get very frustrated because in my head still, I, I think there was definitely – the communication piece of it was probably a bigger issue than anything. Although I understand what you were saying. You wanted me to drive to my office. Right. Initially and, I was going to say. you wanted me to get roadside there. So you wanted me to wait around for, we didn't know for how long, but all I know is once I'm at my office, I'm stranded at my office. I have no access to get, leave my office. Yeah. I don't have anybody to come and rescue me. I could drive one mile further to the high school and have an option to right. get my kid's car and have that for the day. And I, and I told you what... And to me, that was the smartest choice to make. Okay. I, you're right, and you made that choice. And my concern in that whole thing, I told you, was that you're going to get halfway there, the tire blows out, you're on the side of the road. It's in a neighborhood. It's not like it's a huge deal. But that you're now on the side of the road instead of at your office where you could at least go inside and feel like you were a little more secure. Okay, but that's your decision. That's right. not And you didn't do that. No. And, and that's okay. And I also had no concern about getting to the high school right. based on the numbers that were right. dropping in my car. And with me not being able to come in and help, you're right. I was worried about That was my that was but my you first were worry. But you were in, like that's where I'm like you were insistent. You were like yeah. demanding and yeah. like being kind of a dick about the whole thing. And so right. I was just like I don't need to hear this right now. Like you can be helpful or you can be can right. a know-it-all. I mean, I don't know. And so I guess I, <laughs> I should have asked you in that moment, like, if you have this, do you have this under control? Like, are you comfortable in your plan? And if you are, I'm going to stop giving you advice and just, like, help you, like, okay, it's going to be fine and you're going to get through this instead of trying to tell you what to do because I felt like that's what you were looking for. And I think the reality is you had a plan in your head that was like, no, I'm going to do this. And... I was, again, in fix-it mode and not in, okay, you just want to talk to me on the phone what, it, to the point where you're driving there so you've got yeah, somebody I to talk to. I think that when and... you do, maybe though, like, it was also too, though, that you were like, you had your idea of, you. I think your values were leading you. Like, you were thinking about how much money this is going to cost us. Of course. Like, you were thinking about, I can imagine that you were probably like, if she fucking gets stuck on the side of the road and we have to pay for a tow truck now and she could have just been in her parking lot. And I can just imagine well, my concern, what was going through your head as it relates to yeah, dollar my, signs. Well, it was, it was dollar <laughs> signs, but it was also, okay, your tire is deflating quickly here. If it does blow for some reason and you're on your rim, now your rim is ruined. You need a whole new wheel. You need, and like, 
So after that, I was texting the dealer, do you even have this tire in stock? Are we going to be able to like get this fixed? Of course, they don't have it in stock, but they were able to patch it. So we, we resolved that issue by the time we got there. But it's like, right. okay, but, so, so I'm just thinking, though, like this is the other thing. When you are talking to your IT people then and mm-hmm. you're saying, well, we have to consider this other the implications that this is going to have on this business aspect of this. Is that just your controlling thoughts on that or Maybe you should have them talk to the head of that department and see what they think about it. Do you know what I mean? And I'm using controlling and being a bitch. I'm kidding. You're not really controlling. But is it just your opinion about that or is it actually a thing? Like, do you think that maybe you could let the two specialists well, I do. I do. converse on that? I do. I'll, I, I've, I definitely do that now. I say, well, this is what I think we should do, but I'll let you guys figure out what you want to do here and how you want to solve it, but you just need to keep this in your consideration. If you have a different way to do it, then that's okay. I was actually told um, somewhat recently by somebody who is no longer with us, and he, we, him and I were kind of joking around a little bit because he's like, you know, you make a lot of work for me and stuff. And he said, but I will say, he goes, a lot of the ideas that you bring are good ideas and are, are and he didn't say surprisingly worthwhile, but he was like, some of them are actually like some, some. Of course, not all. Of course, not all of them. But his point was like he's he was kind of like a little bit surprised by, oh yeah, those things that you mentioned, like they actually had real value and they made a difference. Mm. So I think that again, that's part of the benefit in being involved in many aspects of the business and seeing the other sides of it, understanding that it is frustrating to people when they don't have the full scope and they're Especially working if on you're something just without like, that. You're just saying, do this, when like you don't yeah. even actually have to do it. You know what I mean? Like You're assigning this work to well, other people. And it's yeah. like, if you do it then. If you want it done that way, then you do so it. So that was a, that was, <laughs> that's been a joke lately because, I mean, I've made it a joke is, you know, well, we can just, we can just have IT do this because it's easy. I said it's easy. So that's been like a joke like, oh, this is easy, right? And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's easy. So... We just did a project over the end of the year that I'm like, well, why don't we just do this instead of giving it to somebody else? Because you guys want a quick turnaround. It's not going to get done quickly. And I did. I got involved and I actually did a lot of the work on it because I knew if I just pushed this off to somebody else, I would be a dick if I was just like, well, it's your problem now. I'm going to tell you that we can do it and then I don't actually have to do it. Mm. I recognize that that's an easy out and telling IT to do stuff, it, things are never as simple as it seems. Mm-hmm. So I, I do see both sides. I mean, my undergrad is in management and management information systems. It's a long time ago. I understand that. It's, you know, compared to the work that we do and everything. But I do understand how the systems function and how that stuff works. I do understand it's complicated. I also understand that if you don't get it right, then the rework and everything else down the road can be a lot more. Work. Yeah, I just question if your version of right is right. Yeah, probably. Like I said, probably not always. So I have I have relinquished some control in that area. Maybe not enough. Maybe some people would say not enough, but I mean, that's also part of my job is to make those decisions. So if I just give an opinion and then let somebody else make the decision and it doesn't work and there's a problem, ultimately. I'm the one that messed it up. Well, if it plays out anything like the flat tire situation did, I just think that maybe you're up for a quarterly review or something. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. 
My track record is is pretty good in that area, uh, except with you. My track record with you is fucking horrific, and I my track record in a number of other areas. So that's where maybe my professional side of things. I I I'd like to think I'm better in that area than I am in my personal. Uh, well, business. Just, even sometimes when there's projects at home, like you just like you just. I don't, I mean, it's my own fault too for like just giving you like free range to do what you want, but like you'll do something. I'm like, what? That is horrible. I do not like that at all. Like, why did you design it that way? Like, <laughs> and you're like, you had all this time. Like, you didn't. And I'm like, well, you didn't tell. I mean, maybe you should have told me or like ran this mm. by me. Like, yeah, I'm gonna, I, I'm our gonna, patio looks like a Minecraft board and it drives me nuts. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm gonna fault you for that. I had multiple drawings, I detailed that thing out. No, I, not I the had, borders. You did not. There's the, no border. There's no, I want to see it. Produce it. Produce it. Oh, I'll show it to you. There's borders on the drawing. It, it's, it's everything that is done was drawn out okay. to a T. I don't think so. I'm not the same way because yep. the way you have that one side, it, no, I'm gonna, that's, no, I don't think so. <laughs> like I said, it's your. Sometimes it's your fault for not paying enough attention, and and I get it that you can get frustrated with me about it. And what I have a hard time with, like on a project like that, is I put so much time and energy and effort and busted ass so many nights on that project mm -hmm. for like mm -hmm. two months, mm -hmm. and then you give me that response, and it's not only deflating, but I'm like, fuck you. Oh, in that. ouch. Like, you can come out here now. I don't like that. Like I don't say it like that. Well, but I do. I mean, it's, yeah, exactly. You put so much time and energy and money into it, and it's like, oh, that doesn't look good. Yeah. Like, you should know that. Like, it's not like that. And then it's like, can we switch it up? Is there anything we can do to take that thing? Oh, I really don't like it. We look at that every day for the rest of our now, lives. Now we put flour planners over it i know but it's still like uh... again that's where if you want to go through this world and not pay attention to those details then guess what you you're right my artistic flair but might I, not you be... also have a lot of things in your head that you don't share yeah like that's what we've already talked about yeah that. exactly and that right. plays out a lot but i'm just saying that was one project where i literally because we had the mason and everything else beforehand and ordering the stuff i drew it out i had you know the the footage i had i all know of it you i don't think you had the part that i'm talking about drawn out i, I, would like I know you exactly to produce it i will and i know exactly okay. what you're talking uh, about okay. and it's Look on at there you. you're so confident right I, now i am <laughs> because it's so frustrating <laughs> anyway yeah and i you know what i know all my little mistakes in the patio but overall the patio looks pretty good yeah yeah. I mean, it's pretty impressive. Those, those, it is impressive. Those pavers are, we you got put, them from Europe. They're you 100 to 400 years old. You spent a lot of time doing these weird things like adding all these layers of sheets and rock and sand and all the things that you say have to be done for water drainage. And then like doing all these like leveling things. You're like, you don't understand. You're like, flip out on me because we can't, we can't risk water gathering here. And I mean, water gathers. <laughs> Tons of spots. So, well, there's one corner that it does, and it's two by the cellar, too. Oh, yeah. Well, I that one was that's that is an issue because the way that the steps were done, the elevation that they did the steps is not does not match the cellar. I was disappointed about that because he didn't consider that, and I should have made sure he was on the same page I as know, me for that. I know, I understand. Like, so I'm just saying, 
doesn't to me it doesn't matter that the water collects but you were like it's the end of the world if water collects that's why i have to do all of these steps and then you did all the steps and the water still collects so yeah we found we found out in that one corner because the wall is all exposed that i think it freezes underneath the under layers where the rest of it is protected you know it's it's all stone all the way down which is in that area too, but it's not exposed to the elements on the outside. So I think it freezes below the surface and then water doesn't drain until it eventually seeps through. But yeah, it's annoying. It bothers me too. Well, it does it in the summer too. There's no freezing in the summer. It doesn't pull there. It goes yeah, down. Yeah, it does. Okay, anyway, whatever. <laughs> There's so much fucking stone and sand there. Mm, you're wrong, but that's okay. Oh, okay. I mean, if we have a torrential flood, maybe it sets for a little bit, but I mean, it, it eventually goes down pretty quickly. Okay. Okay. So what's your, what is your favorite? And I, I, maybe I shouldn't even ask this question because you're so particular, but what's your favorite project that we've done? House project that we've done. Oh. Or had done. You don't have to pick something that I've done. It could be. Well, which house? This one? <laughs> Either one. I don't care. I don't know. I haven't really done any of them. But when we painted the dining room at our old house with the, like, the wainscot, we did the wainscoting, we mm-hmm. painted it. I loved that room. Okay. It was weird. It was different. I loved it. It's it funny like- you say that because I was thinking about earlier today, I, I didn't want to make this a whole topic because uh-huh. I didn't, it, it, we've talked about enough about this house and everything, but that wainscoting. Uh-huh is probably my favorite project out of all the projects that we've done, which is, it's kind of dumb in a way because some of these are so much bigger and, you know, Yeah. but that one. It looked really good. I like that one I love the color that we picked. It was just like, it was like Tiffany, you know. I I had never done that, but laying out the spacing of it and all of that stuff Mm -hmm. and doing the calculations, I mean, it was... It was just kind of fun to have it come together and work. And we did the silver decals on the walls, and it just yeah. was pretty. I liked it. Yeah, me too. Interesting that you picked that same room. Uh-huh. Not that we really spent any time in that room even, but... I know. We never did. Because it was the formal dining room. We did the floors in there. We did the wainscoting and, and the like walls and Coco, the lighting. And she just, like, her stuff was next to that room, so it yeah. was just, like, gross and didn't want to eat in there. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So... I don't know that I really have any favorite ones around here, to be honest. I don't think that we've really done any that are like, I don't know. I feel like anything that we've done, it's kind of like, we have to do this. Let's just like make it quick, Well, we've cheap, done whatever. we've done this closet. We did the patio. We mm-hmm. did the pool. We did all the stuff around the pool and stuff like that. We did the, well, obviously, we just resided the backyard when we did the pool and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and they but... did the kids' bathroom, which we kind of had to do because mm-hmm. that was really oh, that, gross. That was bad. Gross. That Still, floor. we haven't done anything in this house that it's like, this is amazing. You know what I mean? Like Because I think it's just, again, trying to paint the whole house, get it just yeah, so that, I guess that was my part of my question. I, that makes, I mean, honestly, I look at, I, I think about that and I'm like, how fucking entitled and spoiled are we to have done, like I said, the pool and the patio and all of that mm-hmm. and be like, eh, I don't know, that's not my favorite project. <laughs> like, that seems so ridiculous. We didn't do them, though. I mean, no, I'm saying projects that we've done, like things that, whether we've done them or they've, we've, we've had hired, contractors. Yeah, we've do had them, contractors do them. Oh, well, then the fireplace. I love the fireplace. Okay. I think it's super cool. I love the fact that we have the, um, what's it called? Uh, 
stone pavers, right? What are they Cobblestone. Called? Cobblestone pavers yep. from Belgium. Yep. It was shipped over from Belgium, and it's guaranteed to be anywhere between 100 and 500. I already saw that. Did you listen? 100 and 400 years old. I think that's awesome. The hand-chiseled limestone. Mm-hmm. Not limestone. Is that limestone? Yeah, whatever. Um, the border that you don't like. That's all hand-chiseled. and Yeah, so it's pretty cool. So they have those old streets, and then at some point they obviously do renovations and tear out that stuff and whatever they put in they replace it and so they salvage it and resell it and ship it over here in shipping containers and that's what we did and yeah we had it shipped and then uh it's pretty cool yeah yeah i like that i was just thinking about how when we were recording and it wasn't recording how we were talking about who which office character you thought you would be oh and i said toby and you got offended yeah, of course. You you literally it 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 does bother me the way that I genuinely think you see me as a person no. because you're like, well, that's just how everybody sees you. That's no, no. Mm-hmm. I was I I said everybody every character in that show was a joke. So how could you be complimented by anyone? And then we decided. Uh, and then you asked I, if you were Pam, and I said, okay, yeah, I'll give it. to Well, you. if you said Pam. if you said I was Jim, I would be like. Yeah, okay. You're not Jim at all. I, if you said I was, I would be cool with that. Of course, everybody would. But you're not Jim. Right. Yeah, and then I said maybe I'm Pam. Yeah. Pam or Toby. Yeah, and I said you very well. No, not. <laughs> <laughs> yes. More like Daryl. I'm like, more like Daryl. I feel like the kids have already done this, ran this through, and they've yeah. said you were Toby as well. Not I don't know ask. about that. Anyway, well, yeah, so I don't know that we we didn't address that in here, the C-3PO thing, that you put a survey out to the kids about that yeah. and actually mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. one of our loyal listeners. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, no, I, uh, or not C-3PO, he was laughing about it. But mm-hmm. yeah, one of the kids said he thought Luke Skywalker from A New Hope. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's what I said too. He's kind of a little bit, you know, maybe a little whiny, a little unsure of himself and everything else, but he's committed he's got this like he's steadfast you know okay okay and i think that that's that's why when you say these other people that are pretty spineless and just like walk away like okay whatever i i just that bothers me oh my god i I mean well you're no han solo so yeah we we okay so (laughs) i am i am definitely not han solo Uh uh-huh and I said, I think it's funny because if you were with a Han Solo, that would, pairing would not work because Han Solo just does whatever the hell Han Solo wants to do. I, not and, for me, though. That's yeah, what I, said. I know. And no. you're like, well, I'm going to be the one that changes I will be the one that changes him. Yeah, them. bullshit. That's how this works. No. Yes. Take the character as they are, not who you want them to be. What did he do for Leia? He would have changed for Leia, don't you think? He was pretty in love with her. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... He would have done his Leia fast. He's uh, he's too risky for you. You wouldn't be able to deal with that. I know, and he would. He would. He would be okay with that. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not your fantasy. Jim. In other words, not 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 Han Solo. So I was talking too about how like 
asking you if when you were a kid and you were watching Star Wars, did you do the same thing I did and like go back and forth on your crushes between Luke and Han? Like maybe for a few months, it's like, no, I think I want to marry Luke. No, and it was few, no, always, I, want to marry Han Solo. I think it was always Han for me. I don't okay. think there was any question about that. <laughs> okay. Actually, my, my, my favorite characters in Star Wars are the Ewoks. Back okay. I love the Ewoks. My aunt actually made me an Ewok costume for Halloween one year. That was really cool. Wow. Like handmade costume. It was, wow. it was pretty badass. What was the what was the main? Mine name? was Princess Leia. Yeah. She was my hero. Well, Mostly I, because I, she got to get with Han. <laughs> <laughs> and I said she was she was kind of a she was kind of a badass, so you know. Yeah. I can see I can see you. Relating to that, yeah, but I'm not brave. Like she's kind of brave. I'm not. Brave. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna put myself out there in a physical no, battle with it, anyone. That's that's <laughs> yeah. That's true. Actually, I should take that back. You're nothing like fucking Princess Leia. I mean, come on. Yeah, she's gonna be like, I'm gonna protect these people. And I'm gonna do this because it's what's right. And you're like, no, I got to self protection, all the way. Uh-huh. Self preservation uh-huh. all the way. Uh huh. Probably. Let me go hide with the Ewoks and. That's why I gave you an opportunity to give me Darth Vader, and you didn't. Well, of course not. You're not my father. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we talked about Star Wars, and I, and even though we've watched them all, and it's been a few years now, I don't remember everything. But there was a time when I did. Well, and we I haven't loved, seen the newest ones. We haven't seen probably Star the newest Wars. two or three. I think probably two. We haven't seen at least the newest two, if not three. Yeah. Ray, that was her name, isn't it? That's the. That's the last one I saw. I don't remember what it was called, but the we saw the one in the theater where uh, I can't give any spoilers, but some major character was killed off. <gasps> That's the one we saw. Last one we saw, I think. Okay, I think that was with Ray. Isn't that her name? I don't know. Yeah, see, I don't know either. Anyway. All right. Well, it's really hard trying to um, repeat, recreate an episode you already recorded. <laughs> I know this was I, I, I seriously this was fucking terrible like we I, I mean you were a little annoyed with me in our conversation and that kind of bothered me a little bit but just because I was I was trying to share and talk more about me and everything and you're like I don't get it whatever that was the attitude I got from <laughs> you, you always want to take it back to work stuff and it's so boring it's like why are we talking about work again you know what it's relatable <laughs> most people would find that relatable and it helps to. I think you're just spending too much time at that place. Maybe. It's called a job. It pays the bills. <laughs> Must be nice to be you. And yeah, it is nice. We, I've earned it. Not have to worry I've about earned that. It. Uh-huh. Yeah, but we talked about that too about how yeah, privileged and spoiled you are, and how like when I when I worked first got my job, and then I was. Work, it was a pretty intense job, my first real job. We did talk about all the jobs we worked, which we won't go into now, but when I worked for the state in child welfare, for some reason, I was just, I don't know what I was thinking, but I had gotten my bachelor's degree, and it was like, that's all I'm doing. I'm not going back to school ever again. Like, I'm done with school. And then I go and I get my job, and there was a big push for you to get your master's in social work. So I was like, oh, I could do that, I guess. I'll do that. And then I do it, and you have to do work your 40-hour job, and then you have to have an additional 16-hour internship. Plus, and I was going part-time, so I took two classes at a time in the evenings. It was insane. And then for some reason I was like, oh, you know what I should do? I should have a baby. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So then I got pregnant on purpose. 
doing the school thing and I talked about how like then I had to like when I delivered Christopher in the hospital I brought my homework with me because I had a paper due on that Monday like Mm -hmm. they don't let you not turn in work in college when you have a even though you just had a baby back then maybe they do now did you ever did you ever ask I didn't ask because why would I because I wouldn't do that I'd be like no this is the expectation this is what I signed up for so yeah, that's because you're a brat. Uh-huh. So then we just talked about how hard that was, and you were like, "Oh, I totally relate. I went to grad school, and I was like, and I had two babies in law school. Child, you had a I had two another parent at home taking care of your children. <laughs> I I didn't have that, I, and I had an employer that said, "Oh, by the way, you have to be here at eight a.m. I don't just get to mosey on in as I yeah, please.' No, I told you, I was like, definitely. I mean, it was hard. <laughs> yeah, for what I did, and I, what I was pr- trying to do is put that in perspective that he, I. Had flexibility when I went into work. I went to school yeah, at night. Yeah. I got home at eleven and you from had law somebody school. At home taking, I had somebody at home taking, taking care of the kids, of the and it was still incredibly kids. hard. So yeah. I was trying to validate your experience, and yeah. I was doing it in a yeah. half. Yeah, joking. you said something, and I was like, I feel like you said something like, "Well, it's all relative," and I'm like, "Trust me." The thing is, is like when I was doing it, I wasn't really complaining right. because I was with other people that were doing it. Like when I worked in my job, I was working with other full time moms that. We didn't, you know, again, we didn't have flexibility with our schedules. Like, we only had a certain amount of sick time and a certain amount of care, and you had to be there by 8 a.m. Like, yeah, so this is but interesting. But then I met you, and right. I was like, oh, you're a brat. Like, okay. you're a spoiled brat. So this you have is no clue how hard life really is. You just brought that up and how I said that was relative, and I was not referring to that at all. What I was referring to was the piece about coming home and complaining about whatever it is you're complaining about, you know, venting. Mm-hmm. I said, that's all relative. It doesn't matter who you are. You could be Elon Musk that, you know, has billions and millions of dollars or Bill Gates or somebody else. You're probably still venting about something that went wrong in your day. It doesn't make it equal to somebody who's struggling to make it, to get by. But what I'm saying is that's part of the human experience, I think, is just that we naturally are going to of like course. complain about of things course. I just wanted to give you a reality check of like dude you're you have it pretty fucking easy yeah. and you've always yeah. had it pretty fucking easy right. and you just need to know that you just do yeah. and like I said I didn't even complain about my situation when I had it really like not that much yeah. but then I when I saw if I saw you complain about something I'm like you need a reality check bro cuz this is not how most of us mm-hmm. are able to live okay Yeah no and I I told you <laughs> I said that that for me was I get it. I totally get it. But as my partner and my best friend, it's a little bit frustrating to be like, I get that, but I yeah, just don't want to vent I, about yeah. something. And, and like, I, I want to be heard. That's you fine, know? but maybe uh-huh. I wanted to be heard too. Yes. You know. Absolutely. And you <laughs> and you deserve to be. And there were a lot of hardships that you went through to get where we are today. And I recognize that. What are you talking? What, here we go. What are, we, what are you patronizing me again over like... <laughs> What do you mean? What hardships did I go through? No, I'm just saying like the things that you've had to like, you know, when we got married and where we lived and everything and the drive. We've already talked about all that shit. I don't need to sit there and rehash it. that was one of the things we brought up was that I was saying. All I'm saying is It was just like, yeah, even when I was trying to convince, yeah, like the whole where we lived and like, it's like, you don't understand how much more difficult this is on my situation than it is on yours. Yeah. So I'm just saying that I understand that and I'm not trying to compare the two. Like those two aren't the same thing. Those Mm -hmm. don't, they're not in the same bucket, but well, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just not the same, but it doesn't mean that I still am not going to complain about even the stuff that I deal with, even though I'll, no, I'll complain about No, you can, but if you, right. my thing, like, I think that when I met you, there was a lot of 
opinions you had about things in the world that you had no clue about. Like, mm-hmm. in a Are lot they of opinions. Opinions. Sorry. God. But you, my experience was is that you thought you knew all these things, and then you had these formulated these opinions about them. And I'm like, you don't have a clue. You're in a bubble, dude. Right. You're in a bubble. You yeah. no, that's not how this works. That's not how the thing is working. Yeah, no, that's something else. And again, that was part of what we erased or deleted or lost because <laughs> this didn't record right. But yeah. talking about what you've taught me and everything. And there was that a lot of that does oh, come right. into play we in that stuff. We that. didn't talk about that specifically, <laughs> but a lot of that stuff does come into play because it's very easy when you are in a bubble mm-hmm. for so long mm-hmm. to make those, uh, have those thoughts and ideas and just be like, well, because it works here, this is the way it is. Yeah. And you're like, no, I've I've worked a bunch of different places and just my life experience and what I've been. You, it's well, like, I mean, okay, don't get me wrong. Know, like, okay. I'm in a bubble, too. But I will yeah. argue all day long that your bubble is smaller than my bubble. Yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I agree with that. So I have another question unrelated to all this. But because okay. you mentioned it earlier, when you worked for the state and then they wanted you to go back and get your master's in social work. And uh-huh. I know when you were at the hospital, it was like the same thing. Uh-huh. Do what do you, you mean it was the same thing? Didn't they? Didn't you have to get your? Um, what did you have to get? You didn't you have to have you that? You know, a master's in social work is a, you go to a college and get a degree. Yeah, you know, it's not just a test that you take. I right? know. Okay. So my question is, and I, maybe I'm messing this up, but when you worked at the hospital, they made us get a certification. Just a certification. So yeah. you didn't. Did you? I was married to you. Do you remember me going to grad school when I was married? No, 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 no. But my question was, my question was, you had to get the certification, uh-huh. but you already had your MSW. Yeah. I, I'm well aware of all of that. Yeah, and there but, was a big debate about why are they making the MSWs get the certification because we're already our education is already like above and beyond what this certification. Yeah even is so that my, my question to all of that is based on that and that was you're right that was the certification piece of it that mm-hmm. was different than the msw but you mm-hmm. already had the msw yeah in both of those scenarios for the jobs that you were doing was there a value in either that certification or the msw applicable to like and i get it of course there there can be some value but what i'm you get my point like was it the, the two don't compare though? You're confusing me. One is a certification and one is a degree. Okay. I mean, what you worked with people for a long time at mm-hmm, the hospital, mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they said, We want the certification. No, the and reason this why, is... okay. So, if you're asking me if the, if, I, if the MSW was worth it, are you asking me that for the specific job you were doing? Uh, yeah, a yeah, thousand okay. percent. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually I'm surprised they let. Well, they have to because they can't get anybody to do the job of child welfare. Okay. But that should be a master's level that, job. That, that, was, that should be okay. a master's level that job. That was my question on that but front. I would combine two level. things together. So that was my question on that front was, yeah. yes. So based on your educational experience, you say, yes, you should have to have that. That just should have been the yeah, requirement. But they can't do that because nobody would do that fucking job with a master's degree. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some people do, but it's a really hard job. So um, then the certification... When you worked at the hospital, like... No, that was just a certification. And, I mean, I, the reason why they did that is because they switched our role. You know, I, we, we, I was part of what's called discharge planning. When medical social workers usually, mostly what they, they do a lot of things, but a big part of what they do is discharge planning. And we work with nurse case managers that also dis, do discharge planning. So we were all one department. And basically they, they had revamped the department and they kind of just wanted to have us all do 
more of the same thing so that we didn't have to necessarily separate. It's a long story. But they said, all of you need to go get your case management certification. And so for the nurses, it made a little more sense because social work, so much of social work can also be case management. So it's like, we already know this, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So at least that was the argument at the time, but I get it. It makes sense. They wanted it to be uniform. So they wanted us to all go and do it. And it was, there was no, there was no, but it was, it was an, it was an intense test. You know, it was like, it was almost. Yeah. I remember when you did it, it it was, was, it was a lot of studying, but it was, I mean, and it's just like, yeah, because you had to take all these practice tests and, you know, it's the material wasn't, the material wasn't difficult, but you can make any one of those tests difficult. They're meant to you right. know, mess with you. So that was my question specifically on that is you have a whole group of people that are already employed in doing this job. And then you say, oh, by the way, I understand. Well, that if you, was controversial. Yeah. Time. As you're, as you're setting up a job description, you're saying these are the qualifications we want you to have. Well, obviously if you can establish that. No, they told in, us we front, had to get it within a certain amount of time right. or we would lose our jobs. And you were already working there. And then yeah. they say, oh, by the way, you, yeah. it's like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that it, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I think we all got it, but at the end of the day, is that like, I don't know. Is that legal? I don't know. Maybe, probably, I guess, but it was strange. Yeah. Okay. And annoying. Okay. Because then it required more continuing ed to maintain it, which obviously I let that fall by the wayside because I don't do that job anymore. Right. But yeah, then you had to pay for all that stuff and everything else mm-hmm. too. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, so I got to pay more money to do this and do the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. I, like I said, I always found that that was, you would, at the time it was a thing too. But it's yeah, like, I mean, okay, it was, we already, you got people that, you're going to tell people. these people are going to fire these people just because they don't have the certification when they've been doing the job for years and years and years and all of a sudden it's this thing. It yeah, whether or not they, anybody followed, would have followed through on that, I don't know. But yeah. as I recall, that was, we had to agree to that. I mean, we didn't have a choice yeah. at the time. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, was there anything else that we talked about that was super great that was worth repeating or no? I think you would say no. Okay. All right. Well, I love you. I love you. Good night. Good night.